1: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
2: The top stories from the KCBS radio newsroom. This is the All Local. Good afternoon, I'm Patty Rising. And I'm Brett Burkhardt. Here's what's happening. Yeah, more
1: snow on the way, set to fall in the Bay Area as the next storm system moves in. KCBS's Mike DeWald reports it could bring snow to some unexpected places. The snow is made for a winter wonderland in the Santa Cruz Mountains and the East Bay Hills. And if you like that, UCLA climate
3: scientist Daniel Swain says there's more in store. It is possible that just about any place in Northern California could see at least some flakes. Swain says a combination of a cold, wet storm will bring snow accumulation down to just four to 500 feet. It is prolonged and more intense. And so that's why I think that there could be a couple of surprises in the Bay Area or the Central Valley somewhere. It also
1: means areas not used to snow could also get a decent amount.
3: There could be uh, multi-inch accumulations and locally uh, pretty heavy snowfall at 1500 feet. So that's gonna be pretty disruptive.
1: The storm will be even more intense in Southern California, where a blizzard warning is in effect for the mountains. Swain says that'll cause problems for those
3: living there. If you don't live up there, Uh, realize that you're not going to be getting up there, uh, and you don't want to go up now and get stuck either.
1: Also unusual, an increased risk of avalanches in the
2: Southern California mountains and Southern Sierra. Mike DeWald, KCBS. Well, the stormy weather has kept PG&E crews busy as they work to restore power. As of 1 p.m., just over 21,000 customers will re- remain without power in the Bay Area. The majority of them, over 17,000 on the peninsula. Crews are going to be shutting down 101 and Menlo Park in both directions this afternoon as they work to replace a power line damaged by a falling tree. No word on when the road will be closed, but they do hope to have everything complete by 6 p.m p.m. Turning to politics now, we wanted to know if voters know
1: who is vying for Senator Dianne Feinstein's Senate seat. It's early on, but a new poll gauges California voters. KCBS's Jade Hernandez explains.
4: The race to fill Senator Dianne Feinstein's Senate seat may come down to who voters know best.
1: So it's hard for many of these people to get well-known outside of their own local region.
4: Mark DiCamillo, director of the Berkeley IGS poll, discusses their latest poll findings, which indicates name recognition as the biggest hurdle among the top three candidates, Congressman Adam Schiff and Congresswoman Katie Porter and Barbara Lee.
1: These elected officials, they're all Congress people. Uh, They run in their own districts, and there are 53 districts across California. So, you know, they're probably very well-known among those voters who elects them each time, but this is a
4: huge state. This poll was taken days before Congresswoman Barbara Lee officially stepped into the race, but in DeCamillo's years of California polling experience, he says he doesn't think that will matter.
1: Still going to place her third no matter how, uh, you know, no matter when the poll was done. Schiff and Porter clearly have the lead.
4: Jade Hernandez, KCBS.
2: California is trying to modernize its workforce, starting with a unique, first-of-its-kind job fair in Oakland. KCBS's Jim Taylor checked it out. Job opportunities these
3: days, all about being able to navigate online.
1: California is changing in the way that we deliver services, and we need talent to help us deliver services virtually.
3: Amy Palmer with the state of California running this job fair. 21 state departments represented. It strikes me that this is my, my dad's job fair. I'm, I see that there's a Department of Cannabis control.
1: That's true, the state of California, like all of society, is evolving and doing business in new ways. That
3: means tech, you want a job in the new modern California, you got to be new and modern yourself. I
1: think people might be surprised that the state of California offers some very interesting technology jobs as we build new ways of delivering service for California.
3: 500 folks with reservations showing up for this job fair. If you couldn't make it in person, the job fair concept is appropriately going virtual. For the next several Tuesdays and Thursdays, here's the site, workforcalifornia.ca.gov. Jim Taylor, KCBS. With more on the Newswatch, here's Brett. Patty, North Bay water customers
1: may soon see their monthly rates go up. Service providers say they need to spend millions to upgrade critical infrastructure following a suspension of work during the pandemic. KCBS's Jeffrey Schaub reports water customers in other parts of the Bay Area may see higher rates as well. With the bulk of its infrastructure system between 50 and 75 years old, Sonoma Water Assistant General Manager Brad Sherwood says they need to make critical
0: upgrades. Our drinking water infrastructure is aging, just like any other communities. And what's critical is the fact that we have numerous earthquake faults flood zones and water treatment needs for wastewater
1: facilities that continuously need to be improved. As a result, the Water Agency is in the process of considering its first rate hike in several years. Marin Water, serving 170,000 people, may also increase rates beginning this summer to address infrastructure needs. East Bay Bud customers saw rate increases the last two years. Next Monday, beginning at 8.30 a.m. at the Sonoma County Administration Center, the Sonoma Water Board will hold an all-day summit to address its needs sherwood says the public is encouraged to attend in the north bay jeffrey schaub
2: case cbs rare snowfall at bay area peaks has been exciting for many but potentially dangerous for drivers. KCBS's Matt Bigler has more from the Santa Cruz Mountains, where families are risking the drive for snow day.
4: When Faith
1: and Jason Daly got a snow warning where they live in Los Gatos, they bundled up and hit the road with their daughter in tow.
2: We're excited it's snowing. Yep. Are you excited it's snowing? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Lisa could hardly contain her joy as she threw snowballs at her dad's Tesla. The
2: guy splat on the car.
3: I know who
1: did
2: that. <laughs> the
1: family was also taking precautions for the return trip in the snow.
2: We're driving slowly. We have all-wheel drive, so we made sure that we had the car with the newer tires as we drove up.
1: More than the white stuff, black ice was the concern for Jose Torres, who works as a flagger for traffic management. Be
4: considerate of you know of people on the road. We all got to go home.
1: In the Santa Cruz Mountains, Matt Bigler, KCBS. Patty, today, IT experts from the State Office of Emergency Services and the State Military will descend on Oakland City sites to help recover from a two-week-old ransomware attack. As KCBS reporter Holly Kwan tells us, some services are back up, but a lot still are not.
2: You can now print, scan, and use the Internet at the local library and apply for building permits, pay parking tickets online, but not in person. Cashiers can't get phone calls or use their terminals. Computers in police patrol cars can now do background checks again and look for warrants. Officers can write reports without having to borrow services from Alameda and Piedmont. Barry Donnellan, head of the Oakland Police Officers Union.
3: One point citizens could file reports online, but investigators couldn't download them, couldn't read them. So that got up and running the beginning of the week and they're working hard to try and catch up.
2: But this hack shows just how vulnerable city networks can be.
3: The whole circumstance is very disappointing for an already ready struggling operation with so few police officers, it really set us back. It extended already long wait times for the police. And then just to punctuate where we're at overnight, we had yet another homicide. So it's not like crime took a hiatus while the computers went down.
2: Holly Kwan, KCBS. We're joined now by KPIX 5's Paul Hagen. Paul, let's talk rain, let's talk snow, What do you think? Let's
0: talk some wind as well because that's going to be an additional factor. So we're going to see waves of moisture headed into the Bay Area as we head through this evening and tonight. It looks like most of the heavier rainfall and of course the snow above 1,500 feet is going to hold off until after the peak of rush hour this evening. But I would plan on a wet drive to work on Friday morning. That snow level around 1,500 feet, that's the dividing line for accumulating snow. Don't be alarmed if you see some snowflakes mixing in down to about 1,000 feet or so. But we're not looking at any accumulations are going to cause any problems on the roads below that 1,500-foot level. Of course, the snow level is one of the trickiest parts of any forecast like this, and it's going to be breezy, so be prepared for more power outage this evening. 20 to 30 mile an hour sustained winds with gusts up to about 45 miles an hour. Fortunately, those winds should be dying down as we head into early Friday morning.
1: So where are some of the more unusual spots where we're going to see snow accumulation? You're
0: going to see a little bit of snow potentially adding up around the level of the Caldecott Tunnel and the Berkeley Hills. It doesn't happen all that often there, and in those particular spots, you're not quite high enough that you're going to be able to stick a a ruler on the ground and measure anything in terms of actual measurable snow. But the snow levels dropping down lower in elevation in the Santa Cruz Mountains. Of course, Mount Hamilton always gets snow, but it's going to be widespread in the Santa Clara Hills. And then, of course, the North Bay Mountains are going to be getting some more snow down to the levels of the highways that run through those mountains. They've designed the highways to kind of follow some of the lower elevation spots within the higher terrain, but it's still going to be problematic overnight into early tomorrow.
2: So what happens tomorrow afternoon into the weekend?
0: Off and on showers tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow night, even to start the day Saturday, we catch a little break in the action Saturday afternoon and Saturday night, and then another wave of rain is going to move in Sunday and Monday. Looks like the snow levels with that are going to be a little bit higher, closer to about 2,500 feet, 3,000 feet. That's more typical of a cold system for us this time of year. But both of these waves of rain added up are going to combine for about an inch or two of rain across the Bay Area, not enough to cause any significant flooding threat, but it should make a difference in terms of the long-term drought situation.
2: Thank you so much for all that great information. KPIX 5's Paul Hagen. Subscribe to the All Local wherever you get your podcasts and stream us on your smart speaker 24-7 by saying, play KCBS Radio.